is my prayer at this time that the words of my mouth, the meditations of my heart, the hearing and understanding of those present would be acceptable in your sight now and forevermore. Amen. I like questions. I like being asked questions a lot of times because they give me something to think about. Um, some questions make me think more than others. And I was asked a question last week that really got me to thinking. Um, in my duties at the jail, um, that's one of the way the uh, prisoners communicate with us is, is, you know, they send things through the through the jail computer system and they send in their requests or looking for things. But every once in a while, we'll get somebody that just asks a question, a, a, a spiritual question, hopefully. And I got one this past week that, that it, it really got me to thinking. Um, a gentleman asked me the question, where does it say in the Bible that we're supposed to pray to our relatives who have passed away? Where does it say that in the Bible? Well, the short answer is it doesn't. But that's not a good answer. That's really not a good answer for a question like that because that's really something I guess he was, he was thinking about. So I started doing a little bit of research on that because that idea has to come from somewhere. Okay. Now, I was, I was raised in, in the United Methodist Church. Um, I've pretty much been a Protestant most of the time. Um, but I know in Catholicism, you all right? <laughs> We're enjoying the weather. Oh, yeah. Don't please continue. You're Protestant most of the time. Protestant most of the time. <laughs> I know in Catholicism they have this idea of, of uh, prayer to the saints, um, which as a Protestant we, we don't have that. Um, but that idea has to come from something. That has to come from somewhere. Um, so I started looking into it and I found a lot of, of hate toward Catholics. And I'm going to say, first off, don't do that. Um, I saw a lot of things where they were talking about how the Bible very specifically says to not practice necromancy and praying to the saints is necromancy. It is not. Necromancy is where we communicate with the dead, not just talking to them, but we expect them to talk back to us, okay? So necromancy is like your Ouija boards and your seances and stuff like that. So, okay, the Bible says don't do those things, okay? Now, praying to the saints, we're, one would pray to the saints for something in specific in the hope that the saint would then intercede with God on our behalf. 
Well, the Bible tells us specifically that Jesus is meant to be our intercessor. So we pray to Jesus who takes it before the throne of God, takes our concerns before the throne of God. Now, I don't think it's necessarily wrong, however, to pray to the saints. If you have a particular saint who was in their life involved in something and, and it makes you think of them, then that's okay. I think that's okay. And if there's the idea of, of, of praying to deceased family members. Okay, now hopefully we're not looking to them for answers. We're not expecting them to answer us. But I know there are people who have, maybe not necessarily a prayer, but talked to someone. I know it's not something I was raised to do. It's not something I've ever really felt comfortable with. But I know, for example, you see a lot in movies. People will go to visit the grave of someone who has died, and they'll sit and have a conversation with the grave as if they're speaking to the person who has passed. And I'll bet you there's a lot of good therapy you can get from that at least. Here's the thing that's bothering me, at least I'm, I'm talking it out. You can talk to somebody like that, or perhaps there's somebody you're just so accustomed to having around you that when they're not there anymore, you still talk to them. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But as I, as I was talking with, with Robin about it, as I was you know, getting ready for the message, I told her what I was going to be talking about, the idea that, you know, of, of talking to people who have gone on before us. And, and Robin said exactly what I had thought before I started researching this, is that, you know, I think when, when folks pass and go to heaven, they've got more important things to do than listen to me. And up until last week, I thought that myself. But I'm going to tell you what's a little bit dangerous about that. What about God? Does, does God have better things to do than to listen to us? Well, I hope not, because I've got a lot to say to God, and he's got a lot to listen to. <laughs> I've known people who their prayer life consisted of going to other people and asking them to pray for them because God doesn't have time for me. It was their opinion. God doesn't have time for me, but I know he listens to you, so please pray for this for me. Well, I'm glad to play, pray for that for you, but God does have time for you. Please talk to God yourself. I'll be happy to talk to him too. But I... As I was looking through things, I, I came across this passage in, in Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 through 3. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin 
that so easily entangles. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out before us. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinful men, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Now, what does that have to do with what I was talking about? There's a little phrase up there at the beginning, the cloud of witnesses. I have seen this passage, I don't know how many times, and I never really thought about what's this cloud of witnesses? The first word in this passage is therefore, which you don't start something with therefore. I know in one of my biblical interpretation classes, they always told us when you find the word therefore, the first thing you got to do is find out what the therefore is there for, which means reading what came in front of it. I'm not going to read all of chapter 11 of Hebrews. But chapter 11 of Hebrews is a chapter that talks about the people of faith who came before us. It's, I think we call it sometimes, sometimes we refer to it as the roll call of faith. Noah, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joshua, Moses, the judges, the prophets, men of faith, the people who were there ahead of us. And that's the cloud of witnesses are the people who came before us, not just those faithful, but I would dare say the faithful that we knew, the faithful that we have known and have gone on to the Lord. And we are surrounded by this cloud of witnesses. As we run the race. I like to talk about our faith as being something that's active. We talk about following Jesus. We talk about our Christian walk. Just as they're talking here about running the race. It's the same thing. Clearly, I don't run. But it's the same thing. We're, we're moving forward. We're moving ahead. In this race, it's not important that we finish before everybody else. I know some people who are long-distance runners. God bless them. I can't do that. I think there's a proverb somewhere that says only the fool runs when no one is chasing them. But the people that I know who do this long distance running, they, they, they got into it for their health. Yes, I should run, but I'm not going to. I need to walk more. I'll do that. 
I hope. I'm trying. But they do this for their own benefit. And at first, when you start doing this kind of thing, it's not important to you to win the race so much as it is to finish. Sometimes that's the first goal, is to get to the finish line. And that's where we are in our Christian walk, in the Christian race, if you will, if we want to stick with this analogy. We're, we're headed toward the finish line. And so here is the cloud of witnesses surrounding us, cheering us on. And once I started thinking about that, oh, that felt so good. The encouragement to know that they're watching over us, that they are cheering us on, those who have gone on ahead. Because we see what happens a lot of times in these long-distance races, the people who finish They cross the finish line, and then they go and they stand on the sidelines and they cheer for the other people who are coming in to finish. They're there for us. They're watching us. And you know, I think if they pray, I think if they pray, They're praying for us. We might not be able to hear them cheering actually, but maybe in our hard times, when we're praying, we can remember this cloud of witnesses who are watching over us, cheering us on as we continue in this race. Every once in a while we hear a story, don't we, about someone who is running. I think it probably happened in in an Olympics. I'm just remembering it. I can't remember who who the runner was, but he collapsed just before the finish line. And his father came running down from the stands to help his son cross the finish line. We hear stories of people who just don't make it and somebody else who has already finished will go back and help them. I think that happens a lot with us, either directly or indirectly. Perhaps they are praying for us or perhaps if we, you know, even though I don't, like I say, I don't, Pray directly to the saints. I appreciate the, sa- the saints historically. I like reading the stories of their faith, reading the stories of the things that they have done, because I find those things encouraging. They weren't perfect people in their lives. They made mistakes. They overcame. They did great things. They were people of faith, just like us. I don't know how far in the future I'm going to be remembered, 
hopefully I will have an opportunity to stand on the sidelines and cheer on the people I've known as they continue in the race. Sooner or later, we are all going to get to that end. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinful men so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. The past couple of weeks, I've been particularly weary. And this idea has really cheered me up. I hope it has done the same for you. Amen. This program has been copyrighted under the Creative Commons Attributes Non-Commercial Share-Alike License. If you would like to contact Colin, please feel free to email colinroberts412 at gmail.com. As we go from this place, let us go rejoicing. Let us continue to run our race, knowing that we have fans cheering for us. Amen.